What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Moe. Bonjourno. Bonjourno to you as well. How are you to this fine day? A little tired. A little tired? This uh, unfortunately caffeine-free LaCroix is not really doing it for me. I mean, we could have had something with caffeine. I mean, could they just maybe put like a little shot of espresso in it? I don't know if that Make would taste Make a nice lime sparkling water espresso. Yeah, I don't, I think, think, that, that sounds I don't like think those flavors excellent. would mix very well. I think they would. Hmm. Have know. you tried it? No. Then you don't of, know yet. I, I, I guess that's true, but it just on the surface level does not sound appealing. Well, they probably didn't think that lime would taste good in Coke. And there was that whole Do I like commercial about like putting lime in the Coke. You not. I don't remember if I even like that. I just like vanilla, really. Never mind. Fine. You're the wrong audience <laughs> for that product. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on another episode of Team Chat Podcast, where we talk about video games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out on Tuesday, 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You can also watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. Links are in the description below. You can also find us... On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we have a Discord server you can join. And if you're really enjoying and digging what we're creating, we have a couple things we can ask of you. One is check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, where it's for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. And in return, we'll give you a cool perk, like getting the episodes early before their general Tuesday release, and access to a private channel on our Discord server, The Rogues Gallery, where we throw a lot of extra little bits, behind-the-scenes discussion, discussion of special videos, different things like that, along with the early release of our episodes but you know if you don't want to do that that's totally fine we completely understand but we would like it if you could maybe throw us a subscribe over on our po- podcasters of your choice or maybe on the youtube give our pages a like on the social media all that stuff helps us get out there and be a bigger and better show and for all of those who do support us on patreon we thank you as well as for everyone who listens around the world but before we get to our main topic of the day Let's have a little bit of news with our moment with Mogan. All right, so we're recording a little bit earlier in the week than we normally do, so I am going to want to backtrack real quick just to make cool, sure that cool. nobody missed anything. So Sea of Solitude came out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on Friday, July 5th. This is one of those indies that they announced, I think, at Microsoft's or maybe Ubisoft's uh, E3 conference last year. It's one of the games that I was like, ooh, that looks like a cool indie. So Sea of Solitude, July 5th, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, in a similar alliteration kind of thing Soul Seraph it's not quite the same but I like that it kind of goes hand in hand Soul Seraph is out it will be out in one day got my internal calendar (laughs) messed up Uh, so on July 10th Soul Seraph comes out for PlayStation 4 Xbox One Switch and PC don't know anything about that game my bad Uh, on July 11th Blazing Chrome comes out for PlayStation 4 Xbox One Switch and PC I'm gonna guess that's a racing game I assume that's where you play as the Chrome icon from Google Chrome, and you're like <laughs> pitted in racing Mortal Kombat against the other internet icons, Safari will come in last. Really? Not Internet Explorer? No, Internet they call Explorer. It. Microsoft Edge now? Inter- oh, is that really what yeah, they call it now? Microsoft okay, Edge. fine. Microsoft Edge will be slow and steady and will always come in next to last. I still think last. You can always count on Microsoft Edge. Edge. <laughs> And next to last. Uh, but anyways, Blazing Chrome, it's a real game, I guess, that's not about Google Chrome. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, July 11th. And then uh, following shortly after that, July 12th, we have Dragon Quest Builders 2 for PlayStation 4 and Switch. Nice. Not much coming out right now, so that's about all we've got. 
Very cool. Very cool. Well, today we're kind of doing things a little differently in the fact that we've had a lot of episodes as of late that have required some good big research, a little bit of, you know, like our music episode last week, you know, lots of digging and all that different stuff. So we wanted to do something a little bit more relaxed. Where we, we really wanted to not have to do research. We've been doing prepping, a lot right of research ho- lately. We're, we're recording before the Fourth of July weekend slash my birthday so it kicks in. So you know we're ju- we're we're re- I'm ready to party. You know what <laughs> and I mean? I'm about to go out of town. Exactly. I wouldn't call it partying, but I will be sleeping on a beach. So it's basically the same thing. Yeah, that's partying to some people. See, it's partying to you. It's a party to me. That's right. I'm just gonna be cooking a lot of meats. Oh, it's gross. gonna be great. Ew. No, it's delicious. <laughs> Cook pop tarts on the grill. Who does that? A s'mores pop tart on the grill? Are you kidding me? Oh, That's okay. the way they were made to be eaten. I thought microwaved. No, in a, in, in a toaster. I mean, Who, oh, I mean I in a toaster. Who's microwaving their pop tarts? You monster! Like a, a toaster oven toaster would work. Oven, Anyways, you. whatever. I'll get my kitchen appliances right. Put a, put a, put a s'mores pop tart on the grill. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Well. So because of that, and we don't have really anything necessarily planned, we were just going to talk about random gaming topics. Kind of, we, we jokingly decided we would refer to this episode as the shoot the shit episode. And that's exactly and what we're going to do. Because that's pretty much what we're going to be doing. <laughs> we're going to keep it gaming related, though. So don't worry about that. You're still here for great gaming well, content, I mean, and that's what we're still going to give you. But, I mean, honestly, though. And we, we always have stuff on the side, because even when we do episodes where we have to do a lot of research about games that we have or have not played, yeah. there's always periods in the week where we're just gaming for ourselves. Yeah. Crazy, right? And it's like, well, what do we do with all of that gaming time? Because I've finished the games that we're already going to talk about, so what am I doing all the other days of the week? I'm playing games that I've played before, oh. will play again, yeah. and will continue to play for the foreseeable future. I want to talk about my recent updates in Stardew Valley. Okay. Because I have I've made, actually kind of been playing it recently I, I have, again, too. I've gotten back in. I was on like a huge kick, probably summer, fall of last year, where I was playing probably too much, like to an unhealthy extent, maybe even, because I was you know, I was new to it at the time, and I was so addicted to the game. I was having a blast, so I took a big, long break, didn't touch it, dedicated all of my time to Hollow Knight, the best nice. game ever. Uh, and then I've just more recently gotten back into Stardew Valley, and I kind of want to preface this by saying this is a mild spoiler for an achievement. So, or not really an achievement, it's more like an optional cutscene. So if you haven't gotten that far in Stardew Valley in terms of your romances, maybe just kind of tune this part out a little I'm bit. I'm getting closer with my romance. Because, I, so this might actually be a small spoiler for you, so sorry if it is. I don't really care with, with Stardew Valley, I don't really uh, care. <laughs> I, I'm all over, like, the wiki pages for Stardew Valley, because I'm like, how do I maximize my returns? I love this kind of stuff. Right. And in my many, like, Reddit posts and, like, wiki entries that I've been up, uh, plowing through i have my internal uh waifu for laifu that is elliot for me Mm -hmm. he's my beach babe slash novelist and eventually he will marry me and move into my home i was gonna say has he done that yet once i offer him the mermaid pendant which Ah, i now have nice i have the mermaid pendant i have him at maximum hearts i have a grand gigantic maximum upgraded home perfect for him to move into and help me adopt children with i suppose we have a crib and two beds so I guess we can have three children. Seems a little much, but whatever. I'll see what Elliot thinks yeah, about two it. Sounds like two topic. sounds like a good a good stopping point. But that is neither here nor there because I found out through many posts and a lot of digging uh, that if you get... You can actually, I didn't know this. This would not have occurred to me on my own because I'm naturally not a, uh, a player, mm-hmm. as, the, as the young people might say. You could get a bouquet 
and make more than one character your girlfriend or boyfriend. Really? You can actually be girlfriend and boyfriend with every eligible character at the same time. Well. And I guess they just I've don't know about each goals. other. Yeah. It actually changes the game a lot. You're like, holy <laughs> crap, you can. I thought when you said you weren't a player, you meant just like a gamer. No, I, I mean like, of the okay. romantic kind. <laughs> Shame on you. I am a gamer, but I'm not a player. I understand, I understand that. Let- <laughs> we should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Monogamy for life. (laughs) Anyways, so I found this out through post and I was like, oh my God, you can do that? You can be that scumbag in time, in in town, (laughs) the slutty farmer? (laughs) That's all up in everybody's business. But so I've been doing that because if you get everyone to be all of the eligible bachelors and bachelorettes, that is, Mm -hmm. if you get everyone to be your boyfriend or girlfriend and you get all of them to max hearts, which is how much they love you. The maximum is 10 hearts. And you enter the saloon. You get a special cut scene where all the people you're cheating on are like in the saloon. And they're like, oh, my God, are we all? He's like very bachelorette. It's like, oh are we God. all your girlfriends and boyfriends? And you're like, um, I can explain. And then you have to basically like, I think, I didn't look too far into it. I just know that you get a special cut scene. I think you have to like declare who it is that you love the most. Oh my God. And I'm like, what a dramatic way to go. So I'm doing that right now. That's absolutely the bachelor. And it's totally Stardew the Valley. bachelor and the bachelorette. And I only have three or four uh, eligible singles yet to go. And they are the Almost hardest there. ones because they're the ones I like the least. Sam. Yeah, I was about so to Sam, uh, he's like jockey kind of skater dude. Not okay. jockey. He's skater dude. Okay. He's got like the spiked yes, blonde yes, hair yes, yes, and he's yes. always on a skateboard. He's all right. I don't hate Sam. I just also don't like him. Right. Sebastian. What a little bitch. I hate Sebastian so much because everything that I think is like a nice gift, I'm like, Sebastian, I have brought you this perfect gold star pomegranate from my farm. I am certain you will love it. He's like, oh, I hate this. Yeah, God. no, I brought, I'm, I'm currently trying to romance Abigail, Pierre's daughter. She's also really low on my list. I just got her to be my girlfriend, but it took forever. Yeah, it's taking me a while, too. She loves mayonnaise. She does? So I've been giving her a lot oh of mayonnaise. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Sebastian, I don't know what else he likes, but I know he loves void eggs. Okay. Turns out he hates void mayonnaise. Well, that's just what the hell, that's right? That's hypocrisy. I offered him a chunk of obsidian because, like, he's very purple and black, uh-huh. and he was like, "I hate this." And I was like, "Oh my god, they're very you're harsh the when worst. you don't when they don't they, like they're something." They're like, "Wow, thanks for nothing, jerkwad!" Yeah, and you're yeah. like, "Oh my god, I'm I trying get, to be nice to I you." I gave Abigail a flower once, and she was like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" Yeah, and I was like, "Well," and I'm like, "This is why I'm better friends with the 80 year old woman Evelyn because when I give her flowers, she loves them, yeah. and that is she's why I grateful. love her. She's grateful and a nice lady." So Sam, Sebastian, I just recently, oh, who's the other one? Alex, actual jock guy. Okay. So Alex is the one that has like the brown hair and a green jacket and yep. all he ever talks is, talks about is sport ball, which in Stardew Valley is called grid ball. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's actually quite charming. Uh, and then I think it was when I just, oh yeah. So I'm actually kind of torn right now because in the process of unlocking all of these other characters, uh, basically their stories Mm -hmm. and in getting their hearts up to the max, I've actually like, I'm really torn between whether or not I do actually want to propose marriage to Elliot (gasps) because I'm like, you've been so sure. God, the other character that I'm really on the fence with is Shane, the alcoholic. That's like the son and or, 
nephew of Marnie, the one who like owns the oh, who's in the farm? Yeah, yeah, the other who owns farm. the other farm the where the livestock. With. Yes, see that the mayor is totally seen on the side. Mm-hmm, you uh, but shoes. Shane is like a total. Uh, I guess you would call him a wash up. Okay, he like in the beginning he has like a low paying job at JoJo Mart. He stocks shelves. He wears like a very kind of shambly hoodie. He always looks a little unshaven and a yep. little out of it. And a lot of his side quests are not a lot of them. His side quest is totally about his alcohol dependency and it's actually really revealing to like get further in the story with him because eventually if you max heart him he kind of like commits to making a life change and it's like oh my god this has been so rewarding to like help you through your darkest times and now you're seeing a therapist and you're doing a little bit better and you've got these super fancy blue chickens that you're gonna i guess sell they're really pretty they're really fancy they have like curly tails they're fantastic so i'm like man me and Shane have come a long way. Yeah. I mean, should I marry him? <laughs> we've been on this journey of growth. We've been on this journey of growth yeah. together. And I'm like, gosh, Ellie, it's really hot. And I do love authors that live in shacks on the beach. But me and Shane, man, I feel like we've been through it together. And I just feel like his reward should be me because I'm a yeah, trophy yeah. husband and I have the best farm in town. That's right. And if he lives with me, he'll be set for life. But I, so this is part of why I'm torn. He's not really that into Pelican Valley, okay. which is where like, so he's not that into Pelican town, which is where Stardew Valley is located. He's right. like, man, this sleepy town kind of isn't for me. And I'm he like, wants to go to the big city. I'm like, am I holding him back by potentially marrying him? Can he really be happy with but, me? But, you know, if it's true love, then he will learn to love his life in, in Pelican Town. I feel like you. that's just making him a gilded cage. I'm like, Shane, but tell me choice. what you need to fly. <laughs> How can I set you free? <laughs> you did. You saved him from his alcoholism. <laughs> but was it enough? <laughs> so I'm just really waffling back and forth as I get these last few characters up to ten hearts. I'm like, gosh, what does my heart say? Who is my true boo? Mm. And then there's, I'm a real sucker for, I guess, not charity cases, but people who like have kind of rougher past because Penny, maybe I just have a thing for people that are maybe alcoholics because Penny's mother, <laughs> Pam, who's like my favorite character is right. a mega alcoholic. Yeah, because isn't like the first quest she gives you to make her a, a pale yes. ale, which took me like a year and oh a half my to God. do because I still had to collect and grow yes, all the hops for and stuff. real. Because you didn't own kegs at the time and yeah, you're like, no. oh God, these are so expensive to I make. I know, they take forever. They take forever. Aren't they the ones that require... You have to tap trees to be able to make pine resin. Right, which takes forever to gather. It takes to forever. Gather. Or maybe, no, it's oak, oak resin. resin. Yeah, yes. you have to get oak resin, you have to Pine resin, trees. I think, is for the, uh, the pickling jars. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it's pine for the... What do they call them? Preserve? Preserved, jars? yes, the yeah. preserved containers, whatever. The point is, uh, Pam is a mega alcoholic, and her daughter Penny is like, gosh, sure do wish my mom weren't such an alcoholic. And me, if Penny, me and Penny have now made it super far, and I'm like, oh man, Penny wants to be an elementary school teacher, and I feel like if she marries me, that path will be really easy for her. Are you kidding me? A farmer? And a school teacher? We're the ideal Stardew Valley couple. So obviously then the solution here is that Concerned Ape just needs to add into the game Polyamory. Exactly. We really just need to just need some big love. I need to get on Reddit and complain to the manager quite literally <laughs> because he's very responsive to the responsive to the community. And I feel like if I get in there and make a bunch of noise, maybe he'll let me have all of the alcoholics under one 
roof so that they can all stay sober together. It'll be great. Yes. So that's what I've been doing in Stardew Valley. All it's right been then. quite a time. So what? How far? How, far, how many like years or, or see, are you into this? Because I know I'm still very far behind. Because once we played it, you know, we played our initial first burst of the game when we first decided to play it to talk about yes. it on the show, and I was super into it there. Like you know, got through my first year, but since then I've pretty I've been very slow. Like I actually just came up and finished the last week of spring of year two within oh, the last okay. couple weeks. I so, think, I was, but I know you're like way farther. Ahead. I think I am about to enter winter of year three. Okay, so I am a fair oh, so amount further much, along, but okay. I'm not actually that far. I along. thought you were like years ahead of me. I did just recently, though, in the same push to romance all of the babes. Um, I broke three mil in earnings. Oh, so in a day? Not in a day. Or total? No, not in a day. I was total. Like, oh my god, three. you are running at max no. productivity. So my total earnings is like okay, three okay, million okay. total. But I see. That's not accounting for everything you spent. So I'm got sitting it. on a mil three. So I've got one point three mil. I'm saving up that money to get paid. Pam a house because you can get a community upgrade after you've max upgraded your home uh-huh. where you can get Pam a home. So she lives in the trailer fund, by the she river. She lives in the trailer by the river. The and I'm going to fund her and Penny's house. Nice. So maybe That's I don't have, maybe I don't have to marry Penny after all cuz she'll still get a sweet house out of the deal. Yeah. Let yeah. her be in okay. her elementary teacher self, yeah. you know. But you she, her she can do it. Nice. I believe in her. She's very like stern. She's yeah. very firm but fair. Good. I like that about Penny. Yeah. That's nice. She made me clean dishes on our date. Wow. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it was voluntary, but still, I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 this is what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been doing it. I've been doing, spending more time in the mine. I get, I got to like level 60 in the mine. Oh my God. You haven't even gotten through the mines yet. I've been working you on my crops. Baby. <laughs> I know. I've been working on my crops, trying to get all those together, but it's been, it's been fun jumping back into it. Although I'm really needing, I, I, I still am suffering from the left Joy-Con uh, issue. And everything. Oh, your left Joy-Con. You just need to I tried suck to it up and get in a new one. Well, I'm asking for it for my birthday. We're oh. still recording before my birthday. Sam. So maybe somebody will fulfill my dreams. But so, so it's hard like trying to play it in bed Sam. while <laughs> while using the, the pro controller. It's very awkward. Really? You don't like using the pro controller? Not when I uh, when I don't have something to set it up on. Like if it, I'm having because basically what it is is like I'm oh well, I guess I could still use one. Oh, you're thing using in the this. pro controller in handheld mode. Yes. Oh, that is awkward. Okay, I get, because I'm I get trying what you're because like now. when I'm in bed and stuff like that, I I'm see, having to like I pop see. it up in my lap. Yes, awkwardly that is very silly. Play. Yeah, and you silly. should feel silly. I, I do feel silly, <laughs> but but it's still been very fun. But the other thing though, because of that, I feel like I've been focusing kind of what I've been doing lately in gaming is I did actually finish up Katana Zero. Oh my god, you beat it? I did beat it. Holy crap. Got through all those hard parts that were holding me back and was able to persevere through it. And I gotta say, it was an incredibly, incredibly fun you game. powered through? I'm proud of you, dude. And it's really cool because, oh, well, man. How many hours did it take you to finish the game? Oh, it was... 20? No. 15? 10 to 15? Maybe eight to ten. I don't, really, like, only eight to ten. You think so? I don't know. I'm a, I'm a terrible judge at it you can unless check it has on the your thing. Switch. Okay, next I need time to you're do on, that. you should actually look because I'm curious to know. Well, you know what? Talk Pause. to talk to the good people. I have to talk to them the whole time. Kachuk. Anyways, so we've just cut to a pause, and I'm here to talk to you about, I guess, anything. So, here on Mogan's time, we're going to talk about my favorite subject, anime. If you weren't aware. Based on my personage and how lame I am, anime is don't like my. Oh, what I'm talking about anime. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything about anime. Shut up. <laughs> I just heard you degrading yourself, and I well, said no. 
So does that mean I can't talk about anime no, you can. anymore? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay, so anyways. I'm trying to see this. So it's in my saves? Is that what I'm looking for here? Yes. Okay, keep talking. Keep so going. a very kind person who I'm friends with online from my Splatoon Discord days. Okay. Which, but never mind, that's going to get me really off topic of what I want to talk about. Anime! <laughs> uh, was kind enough to share with me his Funimation account login. I'm not going to share that with everybody here. Sorry, I know. But as it turns out, Funimation has like a streaming service just like Netflix, Hulu, blah, 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 where if you get an account, their anime library is massive, you guys. It's huge. And they have so many classic anime that I'm like, oh my god, this is where all the cool kid anime is living. So I have recently been watching Vision of Escaflone. Do you know anything about no. Vision of Escaflone? All right, you go back to whatever you were doing. You. So Vision of Escaflone is one of the OG isekai anime and if you don't know what isekai is it basically means other world anime where like normal every everyday character from our world gets magically transported to a totally different world and they have to like navigate with their modern powers and whatever anyways vision of escaflone did it way before everybody else and way better it's like circa 1996 and it stars a hitomi she's your average high school girl who has a big crush on a track Boy, what do you call runners? A runner on the track team. Yeah, I was about to say track. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Track and field. I didn't play the sports. Uh, she's got a big crush on this guy Amano, and then one day while they're out practicing on the track field, I guess her magic and her speed, or maybe just this other world opens up and propels her quite literally into the world of Gaia, which is not the same as Earth, I know, scary. Uh, and in the, her quest to Gaia and to get back home, she basically unlocks all of her like magical prophecy powers. I haven't gotten that far yet, so don't judge me too hard on it. And there's like giant mechs, but it's feudal Japan and they're all like samurai giant mechs and they work really weird because you put like a dragon heart in the mech and then stuff happens. Ooh. Don't worry about Wait, it. Wait, <laughs> dragon heart like the, the hit 1996 movie starring Dennis Quaid and Sean Connery? First of all, great movie. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? God, that movie. I haven't seen that to movie. The stars oh my to the God. Stars. Anyways, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like that. <laughs> Dragonheart did it better than the anime. Dragonheart probably did it better than Vision of Escaflone. So, anyways, uh, Jarrett's struggling uh, this isn't real working. hard. Again, with my this left thingy. Joy-Con thing. I don't know how many hours I put into Katana Zero. We'll talk more about Vision of Escaflone <laughs> later. <laughs> Thanks for stalling the You're good welcome. people. But, like but that no, stall. So, but no, so I'd, I'd say, I mean, there were a p- few parts that I got stuck stuck on a lot but if i didn't get stuck on it yeah i'm thinking like eight hour game i think somewhere around there eight to ten hours i will say though that technically hollow knight is advertised as being like an eight to ten hour game and i've clocked over 50 hours okay so definitely not that Case so for Katana Zero, Katana sure Zero is a much Kat- is a much quicker experience. Okay, gotcha. Uh, n- no, I'm not saying that all those excellent. hours were well spent in Hollow Knight. I'm just saying I have that many. A lot of deaths in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being yeah, yeah. dead. <laughs> Whole lot of being dead. But I, I did like really love Katana Zero. The music was was really great. A really great electronic soundtrack. Uh, the the combat, like when I talked about it before, when our second edition of our platformer series, like when I was talking about it there, like the combat was really smooth. I love the focus abilities where you can slow down time. You know, deflect and ricochet back bullets after they've been shot at you and everything. It just had a lot of great mechanics. Throwing, like, you could pick up bottles and, like, remote bombs and different things like that to throw at people. And it was all about figuring out the best path through this certain stage of each level and how you could uh, kill all the enemies systematically and quickly. Because, but it was also great 
and what I really liked about it too is that you never had the pressure of you have to get a score. Oh, you just have to get from you point, point A to, to point B. Point A, point B. Okay. You can I die gotcha. as many times as you need to because you're going to be able to get as long as you just kill everybody in the in the level that you're supposed to, you can get there. And it's not this whole thing of oh, I got a, I got through, but man, I got a failing. There score. are no time limits. There is a time limit, oh, so you're pressured by that. But it's okay. not like if you do it faster, then you get a better. Oh, it, you just end. have to complete before the timer runs. Exactly. Okay. Very so, Mario esque. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, actually, much. I think. Do Although you Mario get a does time get score. bonus at the no. end if you have extra time? No. Okay, Again, it's just. Mario. Right. It, because in this one, it's it's not about getting a score, which I like because it doesn't add the pressure. My friend Pedro does have a score, and I found myself, mm. I found myself tell, uh, being like, okay, I can't advance until I get at least a B. Oh, really? I feel it's like it's hard sometimes to get a C. It is really hard to even. play games like that and I feel like what's a, I feel I've had a recent game where like I've been getting scored at the end of it and I feel like I, I can't recall what it is. Oh my god, overcooked. It's yeah. overcooked. Oh yeah, cuz you were recently yeah, really playing Yeah, because me and my friend now, Jack finally. were actually like playing together and we played for like hours yeah. and we were like, That's wow. That's what happens with the magic of overcooked. We are t- Terrible at overcooked. I mean, we there were levels where we struggled to get a star. And you're still in the first game, first game, right? First you're, game, yes. yes. You're not in because overcooked the first too. game was free on like PlayStation Plus a while back, right? So I'm not on overcooked too. So uh, both he and I were like, "Can't you throw shit at each other?" That's only and in two. you cannot. You can only because we kept trying it. We were also a little drunk at the time. We were like, "Surely you can," <laughs> and we could not. And we were like, "Oh, whatever." Uh, the ice levels and the levels where the Mises come and like steal your food. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, Those, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mice, excuse yeah. me, the Mises, where they come and steal all your shit while you know, you're you not. You can run looking. up to them and slap them. Right? Yes. Okay. So Jack was on <laughs> Jack was on Mouse Patrol. He was like, "Okay, I'm going to do dishes and mice, and that's all I'm going to do." And I was like, "Sweet, I'll chop and put stuff in the pot." Well, we didn't know how else to do it because <laughs> every you other both way. Need to come over. Let Sam and I teach you how it's done. Yeah, you should. Uh, we need a lot of help. We are. Very bad. <laughs> you will have to bring your own controllers. That's I fine. only own, own two. I only own two as well. I know. How do you? How do you guys play with Michael? He brings his. Oh, okay. He has a PS4 what game. a good guest! I know, right? Gosh, <laughs> it's great. But yeah, um, but yeah. So that that sometimes can get a little frustrating. So I like that about Katana Zero that I didn't have to do that to pass. I just had to get through the level, which then allows you to. Ha- I feel like play around with it more, and I felt more comfortable at ease trying out different things rather than just trying to speed through a level. Uh, but I still though I still love that how whenever you get through each stage of a level, it gives you a replay, and no matter of how many times you use the focus to slow down time, it still shows it back to you in real time. So it makes you look like a badass i mean that I is such a fun cool feature oh yeah that's awesome oh yeah i love it very much but uh but yes yeah, so i've been playing that i've been finishing up another game which god i really wish i could go into but i'm saving it for what, our next Pedro? platformer series oh which is actually next week's episode oh my god so i really <laughs> want to talk about it because i'm excited <laughs> to talk about it but i'm just gonna leave a little bit of mystery a little hint for all everyone it's a one that i've been actually working on for a long time <gasps> I will oh accept, i do know what it I is i will accept guesses in the Discord and on social media. So, Which, uh, by the way, you can join for free. That's true. Team join chat, Discord. podcast, backslash, Discord. Uh, is that Just how kidding. you do it? No, I don't think that's well, it. <laughs> I think on Discord you can actually search. So if you don't want to follow the link that's in the description below, you can you can check out you can just go to Discord and search for Team sure. Podcast. I'll take your word yeah, for it. I, pro- I'm sure I saw you it in the update news. You oh. don't read all the patch notes? No. Of course. <laughs> somebody mentioned that to me recently. So I was talking to somebody on Discord and she and she was like, That's been a feature for a long ass time. And I was like, Really? I don't read the patch notes. And she was like, God, you really should. <laughs> Lots of great like, improvements there. You know? Didn't do that. My 
bad. But another thing that I'm also very excited about that's coming out, actually, well, today's July 1st. Tomorrow, July 2nd, I'm very excited about is the season two of Apex Legends. Oh, I did not realize that they were already on it. How long has Apex been out now? I, I think it launched in May. No, not May, March. March. It was March. Oh, okay. Because there's that thing where it was just like, it was a Saturday or Sunday, and they were just like, hey, guess what? We're launching a game tomorrow. Get ready. And it was Apex Legends. Uh, So they have already had their first season, which I did not buy the Battle Pass for, um, because I wanted to kind of see how it went first, you know, before. And it was only a lot of skins. Only suckers get the Battle Pass on stage one. The thing, and the thing is, too, although, you know, you get those original season one scans, which apparently in Fortnite world, you hold a lot of clout for still having like apparently the John Wick the original John Wick skin version but like if you people saw you There's in like a season John 1 Wick? yeah it's really That's, cool does it's he not have technically own... John Wick but oh, it's John Wick does he have like his wink, own wink special puppy no but oh. yeah, but it's still it's just like whenever you see somebody is like oh they're in a season 1 skin it means they've been playing for a while unless oh, they now played that is and, a took, threat. and then took a break so you know what i mean like it's cool to get that but the one thing though and why i really didn't want to do it yet is a i wanted to see how the season would go b they weren't you having challenges yet or anything else you could to do you still just had to play the game, but other than just trying to win, you were, there weren't any other little side goals for you to go after and hunt down. And two, I was still not super into the game yet. I mean, I love the game, but I wasn't playing it on a super consistent basis at the time. Now I am. I've been playing with my buddy Blake. We have been putting up some W's. It's been great. What does that mean? We've been winning. Okay. <laughs> I actually, I was like, gosh, what could that mean? But no, we've actually been like winning a couple great games. We've had some great games. I actually played the best game of my life the other day on the, it, well, of my life Did in you Apex get Legends. Six kills? I got thirteen. I was on fire. That's double my guess. I was thirteen. Oh my it was god! A baker's dozen. A baker's dozen. <laughs> Plus one. Yeah, no, baker's dozen is thirteen. I thought it was twelve. No, that's just normal. You dozen. know what? You really? Yeah. Oh my god! I'm gonna look this up. I don't <laughs> believe you. I have no reason to believe that you're lying to me. I just don't believe you. But it was Anyways, even great because we landed on. For those in the know of Apex Legends, we land, we dropped onto the supply ship. Usually very hectic. It was very hectic. One of our original team members, am I correct? It's 13. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. That's just doesn't. Kills. That can't be profitable. It's true. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so we dropped on the, command, on the supply ship. We had a big fight there. One of our guys uh, got killed and then fell off the supply ship, and we were not able to retrieve his banner in time to revive him. Sad, I know. What character was he? Uh, Octane. It was me and is. Bangalore. I was playing as Lifeline. Lifeline is my main. Oh, Lifeline, Lifeline is, is life. Yeah, I like Lifeline. I, cool. Lifeline and Gibraltar. I know people don't like Gibraltar. I love Gibraltar. Do they not? Hey, he's slow. He's Uh-oh. big. And, and I don't know. I like him, though, because I've been able to use his ultimates and his shield ability to great success before, and I really love it. Lifeline, though, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I am feeling her in a big way as how her abilities work, especially with her shield and everything to be able to block people when you know reviving him and all that stuff you she throws up like this combat shield so people can't get you while you're doing it safe revives and all that and it's so fun to try to do that in combat and everything popping up people while there's still a big firefight going on instead of waiting until after the end Ooh, it just gets the blood flowing and the blood pumping but so me and this bangalore we were running around because it was only us too we our further person was down and we played the whole rest of that match just the two of us just rolled through teams. It was amazing. Even had to revive the old Bangalore, get him dropped in from the ship. And we ran back into the st- the storm ins- outside of the ring to be able to get his gear back. Went back in, still cleaned up. It was, oh, it was so. So was this your buddy? Was he Bangalore? No, this was a so random. So were you on comms with this guy? No. 
So we were you using that weren't ping system. you weren't on sound on on mic then going just the two of us. No, I was not singing to them. We can make it if we try. Just, just the, the two, two of us. us. I don't know any of the other you words to this I. song. I sure, that's how it ends. whatever. Anyways, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it, oh, it was a good match. And I was using. I told my buddy though because he's always telling me like oh he, that he loves the Spitfire gun, which is this light machine gun. And I hadn't used it a ton, but I kind of started using it. I used it primarily in this match. And oh my god, that gun shreds. It's amazing. I'll just have to take your word it's for so it good. because I will never be good enough at getting kills to be able to know whether or not it's any good. It's, it's so good. Especially when you can mod it out, get all the get all the upgrades for it. It's, I don't know what that means. I can't get sweet. to the upgrades because I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> but so season two is launching tomorrow on July 2nd as of tomorrow as of this the day of this recording. And they're introducing a new character. Watson looks like she's going to inc- include a lot of great stuff. Plus, but the thing that I think my buddy Blake and I are most excited about is that they're now the whole in the lore of it is there's, you know, you're on this island and there's apparently this barrier field that's that keeps these huge creatures that you can see on the outside of the map called Leviathans that basically look like gigantic dinosaurs and they basically keep them out of the arena. Well, at the season two, that barrier breaks. What? How's that like the Bachelorette? <laughs> Never mind, you go right ahead. <laughs> that barrier breaks and throughout and how it looks from trailers. They, we haven't seen this in, in action yet since the season hasn't launched yet, but it looks like now in matches, the Leviathans will start walking through the map and causing chaos and destruction oh, and potentially so killing you. Oh, so they're environmental hazards. Right. That's Which is something... Cool. Now, there are environmental hazards, say, in like Fortnite, is in like there are lava areas and things like that that can burn you, but there are, as far as I know, no... In any battle royales yet, no dynamic map changes. Like what is apparent? What I'm thinking will happen with Leviathans? Like they walk through an area, like say bridges. That's all these wood buildings, and they just destroy all the buildings. Like if that is what's going to happen with these and how they implement them, that's going to be really crazy and throw in a pretty cool dynamic into the game. I, I got gotcha. say. So I'm pretty psyched for season two of Apex Legends because I feel like that's going to bring about some fun stuff. Remind me because I can't remember. Does Apex and or Fortnite have fall damage? Apex does not. Fortnite does. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I didn't play enough of Apex to know if falling would kill me because I was already dead. Nah, you're going all <laughs> over the place in that one. You can fall from as great a height as you would like and it's not going to do a thing to you. But no, so I'm, pre- I'm pretty excited about that one. And I will be getting the Battle Pass. He and I have already talked about it. We're going get, to get the Battle Pass, play to all our little hearts. Continue, get all in. the Because they are going to start adding in challenges too. Like daily and, and bigger challenges that you can try to win. So it gives, which I really like that about Fortnite that it wasn't just about since apparently I sucked at building. So the, having the, the challenges as another thing to pursue while trying to play was a was a good distraction from the rest of everything so i like i'm looking forward to having that in apex because they gave us a little taste a little taste it was like legends of the hunt or something they had a quick little event where you could do a certain like you won two games and you would get a really cool skin for a sniper rifle you won you got into like the top five of a match five times you would get a a special skin for bloodhound and everything so different parts of that so they they experimented within it and it looks like now season two we're going to get a whole lot so i'm pretty excited are they changing anything about the gameplay other than the introduction of a new character they are adding in a new gun oh uh, the l star as a special gun that comes from drops from drop ships it kind of looks like a nerf gun yeah it's it's like an energy light machine gun and it looks it looks pretty cool too so it will change nice to have a new weapon in there to change up the battlefield a little bit too but cool. but yeah so anything else anything else that you've been kind of uh, so messing around with unfortunately it's not a battle royale so i wouldn't say that my skills are in any way comparable to anyone else's in fact they are probably still bad okay but 
I recently went back. I was so spurred up. We talked about this a little bit at the end of the E3 recap episode. Okay. That I was so uh, inspired by Arcane Studios' resurgence again oh, with yeah, their yeah, new yeah, game yeah. coming out. I decided to go back and actually finish the first Dishonored. Right. Not the second Dishonored. Which, the have you finished the second one? No. Okay, still Shut up. <laughs> so I did finally finish the first Dishonored, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so proud of myself. But in finishing the first Dishonored, I finally felt like I had gained the clout, like the right to move on to all of the first Dishonored's DLC, Ooh. which I got the definitive edition for PS4 ages ago. I actually I think it may have been the first game that I bought for my PS4. That's how that's how long ago it's been a while. <laughs> and I just now finished it. It's been literally three to four years. Yeah. That's how long it's been. Uh, but so I finally moved on to the DLC of Dishonored One, which is all focused, not all of it. Two of the big DLC packs, which feature a bunch of new levels, are heavily focused on you as player character Dowd instead of Corvo. So did you play the first Dishonored? I Do you got- remember Dowd? I got like halfway through. So Dowd is actually the guy. You would still know him. You might know what he did. Dowd is the guy that frames Corvo. He basically gets hired oh. by like a bunch of political people because he's an assassin. Oh, like Dowd is an assassin. He's I don't know the actually leader if of an I do assassin ring. They they would have just mentioned him in passing. Okay. You do eventually encounter him. In okay, well I have not one. encountered him yet. And you can either choose to kill or spare him and send a message to Doubt or whatever. It doesn't really matter which one you choose because you still can play the DLC, thankfully. Uh, But in the DLC, you are basically playing as Doubt, Corvo's mortal nemesis, the man who killed the Empress. Corvo, not Corvo, Corvo's innocent, of course. Doubt killed the Empress. He kidnapped Emily. He's the reason for all of Corvo's pain. And suddenly you get to to play as him. And it's really interesting to go through his to go through basically what are parallel levels because mm-hmm. you're playing a lot of the same levels from Dishonored but in a different way because you're Dowd and your goals are different and it's like oh wow this is a really interesting way to reuse maps from the game but add in this new layer of being because Dowd's powers are different he can summon entire assassins from his little assassin army if there's no one around for the assassins to kill they'll just chit chat with you Really? What a fantastic feature. They even put that in the notes. They're like, if no one's around, the assassins will just talk to you. And I was like, I'm summoning one right now. I know everybody's dead, but I want to talk to him right now. I'm, I'm a conversationalist at <laughs> I'm heart. a conversationalist. And the guy was like, what's up? I like killing people. And he disappeared. And I was like, yes. <laughs> it's those touches with this the comments exactly that keep me exactly what saying. I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> So his entire character arc is so like much more evil that it inspired me to be like, okay, I'm Dowd. I'm a real assassin. I am genuinely a bad dude. So unlike the entire way I played with Corvo through the actual arc of Dishonored, I've been on high chaos, kill oh, everyone mode. when you played it normally as Corvo, you were trying to no- have I no fatalities. I tried my very best to do no fatalities. I didn't actually succeed, uh. but I still got the trophy at the end for lowest possible chaos. Oh, so nice. I didn't I didn't manage to get the achievement for no one killed, but I did get the trophy that's like, hey, good job. I, what is it called? Like some some play on like the words of the lightest shade of black or like as evil as you can be without being too evil. Good mm. job, kid. You did it. So I got that. And I got the good ending, basically, is right. what I'm trying to say. Uh, but as doubt, I'm like, no, man, I'm doubt. 
I'm going to murder all these people. I even murdered one of my own dudes by accident. Uh-oh. I was like, oh, sorry. But it sent a message and now everyone respects I mean, you like more, the right? kill button just came up and I was like, my bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick you with my pokey. I'm just going to stick you right in the neck with my little crossbow <laughs> thingy. Uh, so it's been really interesting actually bothering to use, because in the first game, I never used my guns. I never oh. used grenades. I never used my mines. Oh, I was so it's like, like a, opening up the game in a whole I, new way for you. All I used in the first first uh run of the game were really the sleep darts um and choke outs i didn't use anything else because oh and some of my like uh what are they called you're like special dark side the outsider abilities Mm. like some of your abilities aren't actually fatal if you don't upgrade them to a certain extent you can just like possess somebody because it's like or like the shadow step one and yes exactly so i was entirely invested in choke outs and sleep darts so in this new game i'm like look at all this stuff i have that i can finally use you get a grenade you get a grenade i actually did that like i was on a ledge and i was looking at like four guys and I was like, I've got three grenades. So I just like <laughs> chucked them down there. Two of them missed entirely. And really? I was like, wow, I'm really bad at killing. And then the third one finally killed somebody. And I was like, hurrah! <laughs> and then I had no grenades and everybody knew where I was. And I got killed because I was like, well, I'm out of shit. So and I want those grenades back. So I wanted to redo. So I died on purpose. Uh, but anyways, the Dowd like side quests, we actually didn't manage to touch on this in the recent queer episode, but one of the characters from Dishonored 1 and then very prominently in Dishonored 2, uh, in Dishonored, she goes by the what, what alias. She goes by the a- alias Billy Lurk. Mm-hmm. She's actually Dowd's like protege. Oh, really? She's Dowd's top assassin, kind of like his co-lieutenant, basically. Uh, as it turns out in Dishonored's DLC, Billy Lurk totally turns on Dowd. She teams up with the... Pri- Spoiler alert, everybody. She teams up with the primary antagonist of Dishonored 2. Oh, wow. So-and-so, uh, Delilah... Amelia Bedelia Copperspoon. I can't remember her real name. It's something very silly. I think it's like Delilah Copperspoon or maybe Deirdre Copperspoon. Can't remember her name. Uh, I got you. All I know is that Billy Lurk totally teams up with her to betray Dowd. And at the end of one of Dowd's DLC arcs, you have to fight Billy Lurk. And in my arc, I was like, well, I'm the bad guy. So I killed her. Oh. And then I was like, wait, isn't she supposed to be in Dishonored 2? So I was like, how did they retcon this in Dishonored 2? So I was like, I genuinely don't know what the writing was. But basically, she has to be in Dishonored 2 as Megan Foster. She's there somehow. I guess she actually lived. Just you know, She just turned a into wound. a pile of ash when I beat her. Oh. <laughs> because I had upgraded my killing to where enemies just turn into ash when you kill them so that you leave no trace. And their bodies don't alert other enemies. So I was like, well, hope she's still in the second game when I boot it back up. <laughs> so I don't know. She's probably still there piloting that ship. I don't know how. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Delilah Copperspoon. Delilah Copperspoon. What did I say? You might have said that. Oh. I think you did, yay. actually. But yeah. I like Amelia Bedelia Copperspoon yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Man, yeah, that's one I've, I have always kind of think about. I go back to as Dishonored, but I, I've, I really have had the, the hanker in this year to go back and play through some of my older games. I, I've, because I've been finishing up a couple games. I actually finished two games in the last week, and that made me feel very happy. Katana Zero and? And the secret game that oh, I'm the saving. the secret game, right. Saving for that one. But uh, So that was actually fun to knock off two, to get two finished games. But 
I'm also, as everyone knows, been playing through Red Dead Redemption 2 still, and I was thinking I was going to try to just like bust through that before I started something else, but I, I couldn't put it off any longer. And today, actually, I started Rage 2. Oh, good for you. It's fun. Letting it's bygones it's be bygones. Yeah, didn't feel like I needed to play Rage 1, just jumping right into it at all. Good and for so you. So far, it's been, it's been a ride. It definitely is a Bethesda game. Like I can tell from the how it so controls. And uh, like with the, it feels very much like Doom and its gunplay, oh. which I like a lot. And the big thing, though, I already discovered it, and it kind of like was this realization that I had while playing through Rage 2, because I was immediately like, man, I'm into this. I'm really enjoying this. And I was like, okay, I clicked with this one so quick. Why did that never happen with me with Red Dead Redemption 2? And I realized what it is and what it is about specific third, uh, like open world games like this and even Assassin's Creed Your that really hook me big. into it. No, oh. not that. Because I'm actually playing as a, as, as a female character no, I meant in, in Red Rage Dead. 2. Oh. You guys' beard gets too big I and then actually you can't only really have shoot a, around it? I only have a mustache. Oh, never actually. mind. There goes every, time that I, theory. every time it like has a, a, a time jump and I have a beard, I immediately go and just shave that down and keep it a nice trim nice. mustache. It looks good on me. But in Rage Two, anyway. So I. But the big difference is Rage Two and Assassin's Creed. Those games have locations with objectives. Like you find an outpost, you'd be like five supply. There are five supply chests here. Find them. Or there are two other kind of like things for you to loot and different stuff like that. And then once you do it, you get the check mark of location completed and you can move on. Red Dead doesn't have that. And it clicked to me as I completed the first location in Rage 2. I was like, that's why I like this. I like having this big open world where I feel like I have more options. Red Dead, sometimes I feel like the, the optional things for you to do in the side quests are very random when you might interact with it. Either an event of somebody stumbling up to you as you ride by on your horse being like, I just got bit by a snake. Give me a health cure or something like that. That's happened to me twice now. Sorry, sucker. Bye. Or you'll run across like a bandit camp. But it's still, it still doesn't say like you ride into this outpost and it'll be like, a, a little like mini menu pops up with like the checkbox of find the hidden stash, find all this. I know there are like specific, there are some things like that in Red Dead, but it's not like every location, and it's not like. And so I I really enjoy having that as like another thing. I can be just driving across the wasteland in my in my vehicle, the Phoenix is what it's called. It's oh, really very cool. cool. It's like a doom buggy with a Ooh. loaded out machine guns, dual machine Ooh, guns on it. Ooh, fancy. fancy. <laughs> but so as I'm riding around and I can just like pass through a, like what I did in the, the very entry part of the beginning part of the game is you, you come across this roadblock that you have to get done. And I was just like, oh, this is so nice. Just my, my wandering doesn't feel aimless because in Red Dead, I would often find myself like, okay, I'm over here at this side of the map. I need to get to the other side of the map because that's where my next mission is. I'll ride from here to there. And I hope something happens along the way that I find interesting, kind of, is, is gotcha. how it happens to me. This being said, it makes it sound like I don't like Red Dead. No, I am I enjoying Red Dead, but it's very much... A, it's, it, I like having this more f- easier freedom of feeling like I'm accomplishing something rather than just traveling from point A to point and B. And you're definitely a more goal-oriented goal gamer. Right. And there's nothing right, wrong right. with that. Like, some people need, like, objectives to mm-hmm. be able to actually complete, to feel like they're accomplishing anything. Meanwhile, I'm in Stardew Valley, like, I will make one mayonnaise today, and that's it. But, right. I mean, but that's also very similar to why I have... I've, have had trouble getting through and getting into Breath of the Wild is for the same reason. Like, I feel like I'm just kind of 
wondering and not being like, I know if I go here, I'll have something to do, but I don't know what it's going to do quite yet. And I don't know how this ties into the full story yet. Whereas this one, I know like I have to clear these roadblocks because that's going to get me more money that I can use to upgrade my character and do X, Y, and Z. And I I just like that a little bit more. And I guess it is a very directed goal oriented approach to playing the game and playing a game, but I still really enjoy that. And and, and playing this little bit of rage Two, like I played an hour and a half, maybe uh, the first little bit of rage Two today. And you already like it. Like, more than Red oh, Dead, kind of. That's really funny, you know, because I, I just awesome. feel like I, I, I just like okay, I see what I can do here. We I have to things get... to go, things to go fight, and I'm, let's let's just go. We need to get two tiny like turrets to mount onto your cowboy hat, so that you <laughs> so can, have, can so do. that you can have a new slot that's like the Rage Redemption Two <laughs> Roundup. <laughs> just talk about how I compare the two games. Just talk about Rage Two. That'd be really uh, funny. That would actually be I really funny. I will keep my eyes peeled for two tiny turrets, and I'll just glue them to your hat when you're not here. <laughs> but no, so, but Rage Two so far has been a lot of fun, and I like I like how. Um, embracing of the madness it is i do i do like that about it so far as well so your it's, fans it's are crazy a, i i am and it very much kind of feels like doom on not in hell <laughs> which i kind of get you know and it's it's in, in terms of like how the combat's been so far it's it's been a lot of fun plus the wing stick is an awesome like grenade weapon it's basically a bladed boomerang that you oh can god throw it's so cool it's very scary <laughs> I'm, I'm having i'm having a very very fun time with that well We've talked about enough randomness that's been going on in our gaming lives, but it's still fun to kind of like talk about these smaller things that we, we can't... We never get to talk no, about this kind we, of we stuff. we usually always have a very directed goal and topic in mind, of, and, and it is fun to catch up on what each other have been playing in the off time when we're not playing the things we need to talk... We need to play to talk about here. So, but you know what? It's a fun topic. It's fun to hear those things, and we would love to hear them from you. So send us an email at teamchatpockets at gmail.com. Send us a message on social media. Tweet at us shoot us a message in messenger however you want to get in contact with us we would love to hear from you and hear about what you've been playing lately and games that you've been really enjoying but before we go we do have to do the soundtrack spotlight for today which bogan has prepared for us from another game she's been playing lately another game i've been playing lately that we didn't even get to talk about on yeah. the shoot the shoot episode <laughs> uh, so this comes Next from one, crash for... team racing nitro fueled which is a wild ride of the gra- game. a game i've been really enjoying it this is the track thunderstruck and the component Composers are Josh Mansell and Ashif Hakik. Nice. Well, enjoy that fun fueled, fueled tune for your racing times and Crash Bandicoot race. Or it's Crash a very Team cool racing. track. It's I'm, awesome. We were talking about it before we started recording that. I'm, it's one that I actually never played the original, but the this is looks really fun. You're I'm missing actually, out, I'm, bro. I'm going to pick it up. Now's your time because all they did was add more. Like, it's a ton of the original tracks, a bunch of the original soundtrack, uh, and just more characters and more actual circuits for you to race on. So it is an A-plus game. Well, in games like that, Mario Kart and Diddy Kong Racing, those are like the racing games that I can get behind. So I love love playing those. Get behind the wheel. Uh Boom, there Uh we go. I got to get behind the way the wheel start my racing career back up again. So listen to that track, Thunderstruck, by Josh Mansell. And Ashif Hakik. There you have it, everyone. So stick around till after the close of the episode, which is now to hear that track. Until next time, everybody, thank you for listening to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. We will see you all next Tuesday. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. Adios. Stick around and listen to the song. Adios.